1: welcome to the total car score podcast bringing you the world of cars from inside the car and now your hosts carl brower lauren fix and javier mota welcome here we are
2: in texas for what i'm gonna say it's like the most important the view of a vehicle maybe this year and Maybe even more than that,
3: what do you think? Well, everyone's wondering when electric vehicles are going to go mainstream. Would the best-selling vehicle for the last 40 years... 45. Becoming, 45 years, <laughs> becoming an electric vehicle, <clears throat> be a sign that electric vehicles are going mainstream, maybe, Javier?
2: Yeah. So uh, we have the privilege of uh, being uh, driven by, he's uh, driving yeah. here, the 2023 Ford F-150 Lightning, the engineer. Dapo Adewasi so Dapo thank you for having us here uh, first thank of all you. congratulations on this vehicle and uh, I'm, I'm going to say like I'm going to say a few things and you're going to tell me if I'm exaggerating or I'm a little crazy or whatever so oh, I'm, we, as you know we both are jurors for NACTOY car SUV and a truck of the year and I'm already declaring that this one is going to win it this year so we'll make it three in a row for you f-150 in 2021 maverick last year and this one because honestly it's great it has great technology and uh there's nothing else that can compare
1: agree or not? <laughs> oh of course i agree it's uh it's such a a great product i, I mean i'm happy to have you guys experience all the great work uh, we've put into this vehicle to ensure that it continues the legacy of truck leadership right and now we've electrify the f-150 and uh put new technology and taking the brand forward
2: so carl as we were saying this is the most important vehicle in the market period right. like the one that sells the most the, the one that people use for the more different um, reasons work fun transportation and all that so once it goes electric as you said it's, it becomes like the number one vehicle again in both segments uh gasoline engines and electric so What does this does to the competition, in your opinion? Because obviously there's a lot of established um, manufacturers like GM came with the GMC home, which is amazing. But it's a very niche product, like almost like for movies or something like that. Not a lot of reality there. And then all the new ones, and uh, Rivian and all that, and then Tesla, so how does this, what does this do, do to the competition, in your opinion?
3: Well, I think there was a collective kind of, you know, damn oh damn or maybe a stronger <laughs> word um when the f-150 was first shown <clears throat> and all the specifics were uh, touted by ford uh so we haven't even talked about how it drives yet we're not gonna because we're still ahead of the embargo but just knowing the range that they originally uh, advertised and then of course they just upped that number uh knowing the power knowing the um capabilities uh knowing the feature set the frunk on the front of the vehicle where the engine would have been in a normal car and how much functionality you get out of that. Uh, the pro power assist and the backup and all. Um, they didn't put a battery pack in a F, in an F-150. That's not what they did. And I think a lot of the other truck companies, new truck companies that are doing electric vehicles, hoped that's what they would do, but they didn't. They did a lot more than that, and they made a lot of innovative features on this vehicle. And <clears throat> I think if I'm a Rivian um, I'm not even sure if I should bring up Nikola or uh, Lordstown anymore, but whatever. Uh, but certainly if I'm a Rivian, if I'm uh, if I'm a Lucid and I've got any future dreams of doing trucks, if I'm Tesla and I've been touting a... Cyber
2: truck you mentioned? A cyber truck for
3: three years that hasn't materialized yet. If I'm and it any, has
2: unbreakable windows, remember that. Right, it has
3: the, the breakable slash unbreakable window. Um, if I'm any of those guys, uh, I'm suddenly very... Di- depressed and disappointed because the idea was I think ah, the the traditional automakers are kind of stuck in the past they're low slow lumbering beasts and all these new dynamic companies are gonna come in and just clean their clock and you know I've said this for years Javier it's not that I'm saying making a concept car that's really impressive or even a small production uh, of advanced cars isn't easy okay it's not easy to do those things but having thousands of dealers, having a real retail situation, having a massive global supply chain yeah. uh, that's been established for over you know 100 plus years, all the things that all the traditional automakers have, I gotta tell you, all those things compared to doing an extremely impressive uh, prototype or a concept or even small production, yeah, those things are easy I compared know. to doing oh, yeah. those other things, I'm sorry.
2: And we have, uh, and also you didn't mention or maybe you included in that, but, like, thousands of talented people like Dapo. I mean, like, you guys have done an incredible job, but uh, you can tell us how was this developed. You mentioned the word quickly or quick when you were saying a like quick development, but I guess it's because uh, for, for what Carl was saying, like, all the experience, all the resources and all that. So, can, can you give us a little bit of uh, an idea how the process was?
1: I mean, we, we... I mean, this all started off about three years ago, right? We started by... I mean we we already have a lot of truck knowledge we know what our customer wants but exactly knowing what this customer wants what experiences um basically we needed to bring to the market whether it was the mega power front the the pro power on board the intelligent backup right we knew those were features that our customer wanted right and then we also knew they also wanted to wanted us to take existing features that exist on the current truck and just take that further right i mean we've also added like intelligent range that's just knows how you drive and it just uses a cloud and and basically gives you distance and uh, information that lets you know hey going from point a to b this is how long it's going to take and it actually gets smarter over time right so those are the features we put in and and over that 3 year period we went from um, analytical work to actually getting uh, the first drivable prototypes uh, roughly a little over a year ago so in over a year we've refined retuned and we have the and that's where we are today
2: so you three years and that compared to a regular process of a
1: new model or like new generation how does that compare it, it this this is uh, it's i mean roughly in the past programs take probably closer to four years so this was a little over three years so it is it is quicker from uh pants to the paper to what we have here
2: the other question that i have is like and you mentioned part of it like so and then carl also too like the platform is completely new because it's electric right
1: i mean we we have we we share some similarities with with uh, the current gas like the the doors right but as far as uh, the distinct uh, grill the the box outer those are all new the and you saw earlier the the frame is also the highest strength frame we've ever created that's new to accommodate the battery the suspensions the first time we're putting a independent rear suspension and f-150 those are all new
2: so carl you already driven it and without saying how it does it but uh, i guess we can say already like there's like so much technology in this pickup truck
3: what has impressed you the most um you know i think i'm impressed by the fact that they, I think, you know, blended like DAPA was just saying aspects of the F-150 that's been around for a long time with brand new cutting edge innovations that have never been seen before. And I think, if if you think about it, Javier, that's like the ideal situation, right? If you could take everything that everyone loves about the F-150 and make it better yeah and its sales confirm that there's a one or two people out there who love an F-150 if you can take those things and then graft on advanced technology like nobody's ever seen and and features that uh, we've never seen in any truck before electric or not um, again this is not an F-150 with a battery pack yeah it's an F-150 with uh, a, a wealth of that technology a spectrum of features that we've never seen on a vehicle
2: before. yeah like one of them is the uh, included bed or like incorporated um, weight that, that the calculator here on the on the screen which is really amazing Yeah, the onboard scales. onboard scale it yeah t- so like t- that
1: tells you immediately it tells you how much payload you have and then we also have smart hitch that tells you um what what your tongue load is of your uh trailer that you're attaching to the truck and actually the truck uses the information for onboard skills to let you know how to input into intelligent range in addition to terrain and topography to let you know um, to compare that to a cloud and let you know exactly what it takes to get from A to B yeah
2: so as uh, we were we've been saying already most popular car is most most popular yeah vehicle sold in the US but now that is reaching this this massive uh, distribution in the into the market there's going to be a lot of people and actually there was someone who was running in front of the hotel this morning before (laughs) we left she stopped her run and uh, she saw the door open and she said can I look into it like yeah of course Uh -uh. so I went running I, I gave her like a little walk around not as with the expertise of yourself but what I know about it and at the end, she she knew, but, like, she has also a lot of questions, like, how do I charge it? Like, how is it? And all that. So have you been hearing a lot in your focus group studies? What are people, what are the questions that people have, especially people who already drive
1: a regular F-150 compared to this one? I mean, people people that haven't driven this product will always ask, right? They're intrigued. Like, like you said, how do you charge? What's the range, right? What's the impact of range when I'm towing? What's the impact of range when I'm, I'm carrying payload, right? And just like I mentioned earlier, right? If you look at from an overall percentage, right, the the drop, the impact on range on on a battery electric versus a a, a gas, is very similar from an overall percentage.
2: As people ask other questions, like uh, for example, a lot of people don't know about where the the charging stations are, and I guess because they have not had the need to look for them, right? So now the system actually helps you to do that.
1: Yeah. So whether it's Correct. Whether it's when you put a trip into uh, the, the onboard nav or you plan one from your Ford Pass app, it will tell you where charge locations are and help you plan a trip with that in mind. Yeah.
2: So we are on uh, the base model, which is the Pro, right? And uh, this one will start around 40, under $40,000. They go up to over $100,000 with the most uh, equipped ones uh but this will be the one that like um like in the case of the Ford F150 regular one more companies and construction uh, operations use like a fleet this is a fleet, fleet yeah. version correct
1: and it has uh, the a cap- the this the one we're driving doesn't have that capability but we have up to max t- max uh, payload of 2235 pounds, right and then depending on your your uh your extended or standard range you can either tow 10k or 7700 yeah and uh, the range obviously varies with the uh, battery packages right yeah so the the extended range um, lariat you get the 320 miles the platinum gets you 300 and then the, the standard range gets you the uh, 230
2: yeah so car you're sitting there in the back and as uh, as you've been noticing hopefully i mean during the recording of this we are driving we're currently going 75 miles an hour on a pretty decent quality highway here but no noise i mean that's how, how
3: comfortable is it back there yeah i mean it's an f-150 so it's got a crew cab and all the space that you would expect in a crew cab f-150 and you've got but of course you don't have any um explosions going on under the hood so uh, not surprisingly things like sound noise vibration all that's dramatically reduced and by the way I think it's worth mentioning I don't know if uh, we've said this yet but because this thing because this lightning uses all the same dimensions as the standard F-150 in all the key places uh, all the standard F-150 accessories work on these models so again you have the kind of volume that you've got on a vehicle like this you've got a massive amount of aftermarket accessories, dealer installed accessories, Ford Ford factory accessories, all these things and you know you can't put an exhaust system on this like you could an f150 obviously but nice. But, yeah but all the things you could put on the bed, all the things you could put inside, all the things that are based on the basic physical dimensions of an F150 will work on this truck which I think is really exciting.
2: The other thing, uh, Carl Carl mentioned accessories, but uh, this has one of the main ones in my case, uh, well, for a lot of people actually, the generator. I mean, you can power your house for like what, up to three days uh, with one of these?
1: Up to three days you have the intelligent backup that in in the advent you uh, lose power will kick on and power your house. That's correct. So I've been thinking, I live in Miami, so
2: since uh, Ford already introduced this uh, feature back with the regular F-150 hybrid. Well, it's not regular because it's a hybrid. When, when that has it, I was kind of kidding. Like, I want this when a hurricane happens. But in reality, I don't want a hurricane to happen. But the uses for that are amazing, right? Like, because, like, if you are out on the field, like, you need, like, uh, with the electric vehicle, you can, like, plug in equipment, plug in, like, if you're camping. Yeah. So the uses for that for that uh, generator are, like, pretty much yeah. endless.
1: So, yeah, we're pro-power, pro-power, um pro power on board right you, you get up to 9.6 kilowatts of uh, exportable power and so you have uh, the 120 out, uh, outlets in the front right you have the 120 and 2, 2, 240 in the back yeah. right so yeah you can I mean you can turn them on turn them off power whatever you decide to power right and we've also improved on the HMI and made it easier for the customer to understand and control what they want to with the feature.
2: Well, thank you very much for the ride, uh, the electric ride here in Texas, and uh, congratulations. I I really, really think that you guys hit it in every aspect. I mean, all the features, all the details, the design, and and again, we are not saying how it drives, I guess, but uh, I think everybody will agree, so thank you very much for that. You're very welcome. I
1: appreciate you guys coming out uh, for this uh, event. Okay. And you. Carl, do you do you agree with me? Can we do we need to vote really for truck of the year? <laughs> <laughs> you know, the truck
3: category is always tricky because there's just not usually in any given year a lot of activity. There's been a few years where there happened to be a bunch going on, but it, it doesn't take it doesn't take much to do fairly. You know, to have a good shot at truck category, if you've got something completely revolutionary going on, which I don't think is an overstatement for the vehicle we're riding in, that pretty much sews it up but yeah. yes so short answer javier is no we don't have to vote do <laughs> you like that
1: <laughs> oh i completely agree <laughs> with you
3: guys well thank you
2: very much again and we're gonna keep enjoying uh, texas in the fourth f-150 light
1: thank you for listening for more check us out online at TotalCarScore.com.